Welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Audio Podcast. Well, we now know who the Republican nominee is for President of the United States in the 2012 presidential race. It's going to be Mitt Romney. I know that's not official, but it's just very obvious from all the primaries that that's who it's going to be. So the 2012 presidential race is going to be Romney versus Obama. So let's do an election update. Let's talk about some of the issues that are involved. Let's talk about what this race is going to look like. And let me uh, share with you a couple of very, very interesting statistics about this race that are going to be defining. Uh, first of all, let's talk about Romney just a little bit. Mitt Romney, very, very gifted man. Uh, most most everybody knows that he uh, rescued the Olympics, you know, and he also was a governor, and he's been a very uh, uh, very esteemed man. He's got degrees from Harvard and uh, worked for a company called Bain, where he made a lot of money, both for them and uh, and for himself. And of course, you know, he'll be attacked for some of the things that Bain did. Um, because they dealt a lot with venture capital, and that's not popular with some people. But uh, Mitt Romney is uh, unquestionably one of the most qualified people to run for president. A um, lot of virtues, uh, almost almost a Stepford kind of perfect Osmond sort of family, uh, good-looking, uh, close, tight, has a marriage that's uh, survived decades and is strong. Um, he just, he just an, a good looking guy. Like I say, he's from, you know, from central casting. So, so in every possible way, uh, that you usually measure a candidate, at least on the surface, Mitt Romney seems like the ideal candidate. The, the problem is that his virtues haven't helped. This is the problem with Mitt Romney as a candidate. Um, he should be a shoe-in. He's experienced, he's got depth, he's got academic background, he's got financial background, um, he's a long-term conservative. He's flip-flopped on a few issues, abortion and other things, but I think he's been committed to a certain view long enough that those those charges should probably go away. The, the big issue is uh, that with all of his virtues, with everything that's in his corner, with everything that ought to be just almost carrying him into the presidency and possibly uh, should have made him the Republican nominee last time, uh, it simply has not, these virtues have simply not made that big a difference. Why? Well, part of the reason is that he is a moderate Republican when the Republican Party tends to be further to the right, to the further hard right. Uh, part of it is that Mitt Romney, bless his heart, is very wooden. Uh, he doesn't have a lot of groove. He doesn't have any cool. He doesn't have um, that natural people skill, uh, type of people skills of, say, a Reagan or a Clinton or uh, some other candidates. He's not, uh, I'm not just talking about backslapping. I'm talking about really having compassion. People couldn't really envision him, you know, not that this is up forefront, but couldn't really envision him shedding a tear, you know, while comforting someone, which other presidents have been more adept at doing. In other words, he seems a bit robotic and not fully human. Uh, and that, that I think is the big issue. Uh, and then out of that comes the fact that he keeps on putting his foot in his mouth. Uh, he went into the South and he said that, uh, you know, it was the elections down there. I'm sorry, the primaries down there were like an away game. Well, you know, you don't want to go into a region where you're you know, trying to gain voters and talk to them like they're aliens. And that's pretty much what he does. He doesn't have the best staff in terms of positioning him and orchestrating his events. Um, and he needs that. 
Uh, that's why they have him running around in jeans. Have you noticed that almost every time you see Mitt Romney, he's got jeans on and a work shirt? But the thing that's kind of funny to those of us who watch these things closely uh, is that his shirt is always dry clean. So he's, he's wearing jeans, but he's wearing a dry clean shirt, which is not normally what you do, you know, with your old pair of jeans. So he's trying to find some cool... Um, He just doesn't have it. He is the whitest man on the planet. And so that's going to be an issue, not because he's running against a black man. That's not my point. My point is that he seems smart and gifted and capable and intelligent. but, But unfortunately or fortunately, American elections are won frequently um, by the man who people feel like, uh, if the people feel like they, he cares about them, that's the man they're going to vote for. Um, it was astonishing after the last election that people were polled as to who they thought Barack Obama should model his presidency after. About 78% said Ronald Reagan. Apparently not understanding that Ronald Reagan is the, you know, almost the philosophical political opposite of Barack Obama. So this is, this is the situation that Mitt Romney's facing. Um, there's another factor that we don't talk about very much, although I have spoken about it a number of times in this podcast, uh, and I'm sure it's no shock to you that Mitt Romney is a Mormon. And the reason that that's an issue is not because of any personal views I might have about Mormonism. I've been very upfront about all of those uh, in this podcast, and I've got a book coming out called The Mormonization of America that will deal with all that thoroughly. The issue is the way the numbers uh, fall out. No matter who you poll, and I've said this before, then I'll move on to some new stats. No matter who you poll, uh, if you are asking people whether they will vote for uh, Mitt Romney or not, uh, among those who will not, 2 to 5%, really it's about 3 to 5% at a minimum, and sometimes it's as high as 10, 15, 20, 30%, will not vote for a Mormon. Sometimes they're secular and think all religions are weird. Sometimes they're evangelicals and think that Mormonism is a cult. Um, sometimes they're Roman Catholic and, or Jews who resent, uh, you, you know, uh, Mormons being baptized for Holocaust victims and all of those things that have been in the press. But if you do not have three to five percent of almost every slice of the electorate, that is the election. But, but the more important issue, perhaps, before I return to the issue of religion and Mitt Romney is this. Uh, a senior analyst at Anzalone List Research, which is one of the leading uh, research firms for political statistics. Uh, his name is Matt Hogan. He's a senior vice president, a leading researcher for them, a leading statistician, said this, that if the president only wins states, he won by 8.5 uh, points or more in 2008. Okay, let me, make it, let me say that slowly. So if, if Barack Obama only wins in this next election, states that he won last time by 8.5 points or more, uh, meaning he could even lose Ohio and Florida and Virginia and North Carolina and Indiana, he will still get the 272 electoral votes he needs to win the office. So his margin of victory was so large in some states, uh, and and the, the demographics fall out in such a way that if he if he only, in this next election, wins in states where last time he won by 8.5 points, which is a pretty pretty huge uh, margin, uh, he will win the required number of elect- electoral votes. And let me just say again that that means he could lose Ohio, Florida, Virginia, North Carolina, and of course, Indiana. So what I'm saying is that the Republicans don't have 
much as you may like him, they don't have the best candidate. They don't have a guy who engages the party. They don't have a guy who's got who's got uh, people skills and is engaging and whom you want to listen to. They have somebody they're tolerating. In fact, a lot of Republicans are already saying they're going to sit out this election. Um, at the same time, Barack Obama won by such a huge margin last time that he can actually afford to give up states, critical states, and win by a smaller margin in states where he won by a huge margin last time. He would still get the number of electoral votes he needs. So at this point, my prediction is the same it's been for quite some time. Uh, and it's, I'm not saying this is what I want. I'm saying this is what is statistically likely to happen. And that is, I've been saying for a long time, it would be an Obama-Romney race and Obama would win by a slim margin. And that statistically is the way it looks right now. Now, there's a lot of history yet to be lived where we may have a brokered convention to some extent um, uh, at the Republican National Convention this summer. We may have Sarah Palin making a move. We may have some arm twisting. Uh, Who knows what's going to happen yet? But the reality is that most conservatives in the Republican Party are already giving up on this election and are looking forward to Santorum in 2016. Um, I tend to think that Santorum is too much of a doctrinaire Roman Catholic to engage uh, the percentage that he needs. Um, And I think this election showed that. But who knows what will happen over the next four and a half years. But at this point, I would say that most conservatives are sitting out the election. And what you're dealing with then is you're dealing with a man running for office who will not even have the full support of his own party, uh, much less the support, of course, of those Reagan Democrats he needs to win and that small percentage of conservative Democrats he needs to win. Now, here's, here are a couple things you can expect. You can expect Mitt Romney to seriously consider a Hispanic vice president. There are only two or three options, but that would be a brilliant move in this election. He is going to have to go south. He's going to have to go uh, Florida. He's going to have to go Southern in some way. And his, going that way his, with a Hispanic person would be perfect. There are a number of really capable Hispanic people uh, who, would be, who would be likely candidates. And it would help jazz up his, his, uh, his ticket. And it would help round him out a bit. If he doesn't go Hispanic, which would, be, I think, be an unwise move, he'll almost certainly go Southern. Because that, as he has said himself, is an away game for him. It's foreign territory for him. And somebody's got to make this man cool. Somebody's got to do what John McCain wanted Sarah Palin to do last time and put some cool and some fight and some fun and some style and maybe even some physical beauty into this, this campaign. What you're going to find also in this next election is that it's going to have a very high religious tone. Barack Obama is going to come forth with more of his faith. Um, I think he has a stronger, more conservative faith, as I have shared on this podcast before. Uh, Since he's been in office, you're going to see him articulate that more clearly. You're going to see him uh, try to rein in a bit the vice president with his, you know, hardcore New Jersey cussing kind of, you know, backroom politics kind of ways. And Barack Obama is going to be positioned as more of a statesman. Uh, And part of that will be an elevated religious tone. And this is going to force Mitt Romney out of the tall grass. He doesn't like talking about his faith. He's not very articulate about his faith, uh, but he's simply going to have to. He's been a Mormon bishop, which is a fairly high role. Um, He is a Melchizedek, an Aaronic priest, if you understand those Mormon terms. Um, And so as a result, he is a man who's going to have to answer 
for what he believes, what his church has done, what he has done in terms of, of religious leadership, and uh, how that's going to affect him in the presidency. Barack Obama is going to be more articulate, more fluid, less wooden, uh, more distinctly Christian. People are going to recognize his kind of faith better than they are the Mormon faith that Mitt Romney is going to be trying to articulate. And uh, I think we're going to see maybe the most outspoken religious tone in an American presidential election that we've seen in a long time. And believe me, last time was pretty elevated. So that's what you can expect. The bottom line, though, is not so much the faith. I don't mean to make everything about faith just because that's one of my uh, specialties. The bottom line is the numbers. Again, Barack Obama can uh, actually only win in states where he won last time by 8.5, 8.5 points in 08. Uh, if he only wins in those states, he will win this election. And that's going to be the battle for the Republicans who are currently divided, angry, uh, embittered, and disappointed and unengaged by their candidate right now. Of course, I need to say, too, the Democrats are somewhat in the same, uh, the same boat, but their candidate uh, was of their choosing. And so they will rally around him, and we are going to have a very, very interesting fight. And I predict at this point... Uh, without any major surprises, and only a fool makes ironclad predictions when it comes to American politics. But at this point, nothing, no big massive surprises. Everything proceeds pretty much as it, uh, as it usually does. Uh, Barack Obama is going to be the next president of the United States. Stephen Mansfield is a New York Times bestselling author, a popular speaker, a frequent faith and culture commentator on Fox Cable News and CNN, and a blogger for the Huffington Post. His groundbreaking books on faith and American politics include The Faith of George W. Bush, The Faith of Barack Obama, and the upcoming The Mormonization of America. You can learn more about Stephen at www.mansfieldgroup.com or connect with him on Facebook and on Twitter under the name Mansfield Writes. The Stephen Mansfield Podcast is produced by Isaac Darnell for Chartwell Literary Group. Thank you.